1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Not Over It. I'm Becky Kirsch, Managing Editor at PopSugar. And I'm Zreen Siddiqui, the Director of Partnerships at PopSugar.
0: On today's episode, we're going back 10 years to revisit some of the stars of 2011. Where are they now? Are they the stars of 2021? We'll find out. But first... Becky, I know you're not over it is something very relevant to something that happened 10 years ago. So why don't you kick us off?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Actually more than 10 years ago, but um, my not over it is about the pandemonium that has been created by Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez being spotted, quote unquote, hanging out together um, and everyone just losing their minds about the possibility that Ben and Jen could be back together. They are not back together. Their reps have very quickly denied these claims. But why? Why
0: do this? Why do this?
1: Apparently, it was a total coincidence. They've been great friends. They are great friends. Okay. Just because she broke up with A-Rod a few weeks ago, just because they're both still single, doesn't mean they're getting back together. Um, But also, should we even really be rooting for them to get back together? I don't really know that that's what's best for them. I don't know.
0: I really like that music video remember Jenny from the block he was in I mean if we well, have more of that
1: well, I'd be down yeah but then you also have Gili, so it's like okay never mind I take it around. back I, I take it back I take it back I take it back I don't want it but either way uh, well we know Ben Affleck is definitely back on the dating circuit and the reason why we know is a bit unfortunate recently a TikTok user posted a video that she received from Ben Affleck on Raya after they had matched because she didn't believe it was him, so they unmatched no wait, I'm sorry. They un- she unmatched him on Raya, so then he messaged her on Instagram Ugh. to prove that it was him. And why? the video she shared, it's pretty creepy. No, it's, it's
0: like not Ben pretty, Affleck. It's the creepiest Ben
1: Affleck, he's like, Hey Naveen, why did no. you unmatch it's me? No, I ben hate Afleck. that Affleck. I hate that. Naveen,
0: why did you unmatch me? It's me.
1: And so Ben Affleck's been exposed. Ben Affleck's on Raya. Whether or not this is a cool move is a little bit debatable. I mean, I think he was he's just out here looking for a date. And she later said that she wasn't trying to make fun of him. She was really making fun of herself. But I think the cringe was mostly felt on his behalf. And I'm sure Jennifer Lopez's team was trying to quickly pivot away from any headlines, linking them together as quickly as possible.
0: No, Ben Affleck just needs some time. By himself with some Dunkin' just to reflect. He needs to just chill out on the dating. It's not unless he's I don't know. I, everything about Ben Affleck to me sometimes just seems like a series of unfortunate events.
1: Yeah, well he's just he's out there. Look, listen, the girl's He legal. is that
0: he is that sad meme that we all see. Oh yeah, he said like Hello Darkness,
1: my old friend. Yeah. <laughs> that is Ben Affleck. No, so you sad. know, it's like Ben Affleck 2021, just trying to get his Dunkin', just trying to get his Amazon packages and just trying to live his life, you know? Anyway, what's your not over it?
0: Um, My not over it is... Well, also maybe, you know, Some speaking of where has, you know, these people have been for the past 10 years. Adrian Brody has just been cast in season three of, of Succession. Um, and it kind of feels like he's coming back from the dead because I don't know what he's been doing. I am deeply, deeply obsessed with Succession. I am almost done with season one um they also announced wow, that like, a,
1: like <laughs> a true fan you're almost done with the show you know that came out years what? ago it wasn't years it definitely was years
0: okay fine whatever it just took me a minute to like catch up to it and now that i'm here i'm
1: loyal and i'm in it to win it and adrian Succession brody's been- season one aired in 2018 and now it's okay 2021 it's tw- so you 2020
0: 2020 doesn't even count okay so it's two years whatever I'm here now. I'm here now. What difference does it make? Um, but yeah, I haven't seen Adrian Brody in, like, anything as of late. Um, and they also casted Alexander Skarsgård, who I, I, I'm i sure he's also done stuff, but I haven't seen him in anything until since, like, True Blood.
1: Yeah. I think they've both been steadily working, just not in super mainstream. I, I think I've only seen Adrian Brody in Wes Anderson movies, and... It's been a while since we've even gotten one of those because the French Dispatch was shelved due to COVID. But he is in that. He isn't going to be in the next Wes Anderson movie.
0: Alexander Skarsgård was in Big Little Lies. I just totally missed that. Oh, yeah.
1: We've seen And him. he was a monster.
0: He was a complete monster. How could we forget about him?
1: You feel like no time has passed, but I feel like many years have passed since Big Little Lies was out, which was probably around the same time as Succession, the first season aired.
0: Wow, you're probably right. Well, I'm very happy to be on the Succession train now, and I'm... Very much looking forward to Agent Brody being on the show just because I feel like he's probably going to play someone terrible and he's going to be really, really good at it.
1: I would love to speculate with you what's going to happen in the third season of Succession, but that would require you to watch the second season of Succession. Okay. So We're going to have to shelve that combo. Um, I do think, I mean, shockingly, he's been cast as a billionaire. Well, so, that makes so no off sense. Brand, So <laughs> off-brand for that show. That um, <laughs> makes no sense. But yeah i think this is this is going to be good i'm looking forward to that show finally coming back whenever that may be same okay well speaking of people who we haven't seen in years in this week's episode we thought we would take a little trip in the time machine go back 10 years and check in on what was happening at that time but specifically the stars who were on the rise. One of my favorite things to think about are these rising star lists that a lot of outlets put out year after year, Pop Sugar included. And with time, it's fun to look back and see how many of these quote unquote rising stars actually turned into bona fide stars and how many just sort of fade into the background or pursued other things. So, Let's take a look at some of the stars that were just getting their start back in 2011.
0: So let's start by setting a little bit of a scene. We can revisit some of, you know, what was happening in 2011, some of the biggest headlines. So people can really, we can transform, transport ourselves back to 2011.
1: We can also transform. We can, yeah,
0: both both are acceptable.
1: So much advancements in technology have been made since 2011.
0: So. <laughs> that is also true. Um, okay, do you wanna kick it off with uh No, you're kick, yeah,
1: you kick it off. Okay. I've been talking for twenty minutes.
0: All right, I'll kick it off. So one of the big moments that happened was um Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys' big long seventy two day wedding, uh where Courtney Kardashian almost fell walking down the aisle in her bridesmaid's dress, iconic. Um and Mason was like a little baby and like very, very cute. But Chris Humphreys was a large part of our life in two thousand eleven. Yeah, talk about a breakout star. (laughs) That is how I would describe one. Um, What else happened? Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore got a divorce in 2011. So did J-Lo and Mark Anthony. It was really like an end of an era. Although every 10 years seems to be the end of an era for J-Lo, who has most recently gone through another tumultuous breakup.
1: Definitely an era. Speaking of iconic celebrity couples, 2011 was also the year that um, Kate and Will, who I know by first name, because actually you're such good What, what is Prince William's last name? Um, Windsor. Got married. That's wrong. It's like mountain bottom. Mountain bottom. It's like of Wales. <laughs> <laughs> but Wales. Duchess Catherine um, and Prince William got married. And what was the middle of the night for us? Did you oh, stay yeah. up for that? Did you stay I up did
0: actually? Yeah, I did. My mom was very, very um, into that. And so we had a whole watch party situation because she couldn't wait to watch Diana's daughter in law walk down the aisle. It was a big moment for my mom.
1: Yeah, it was a big moment too. But you know, what? in retrospect, I think I liked Harry and Megan's wedding better. Uh, I have to agree. <laughs> well, there we go
0: you know what else it it felt more fun um what else happened in 2011 oh um it's been 10 years and we still don't know who january jones baby daddy is which is great so important (laughs) but i just think it's awesome that she's been able to keep that a secret i guess it's not that hard but it also feels hard because she is pretty active on social media so i don't know i just thought between 2011 to now we would have known by now
1: I mean, the oh, fact that you're still thinking about January Jones when she hasn't given us much since Mad Men.
0: She's literally always on like Instagram comments by celebs or whatever. That's what I'm saying I'm
1: applauding her for her ability to stay
0: relevant. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't think she's been in anything since Mad Men. Maybe she has. That's rude. I don't know, but
1: she was in like X Men. She's dabbled. She's so dabbled. I know I know this one is was like super important to you. Okay, the ending of Entourage happened in 2011, which is also crazy to me because in my mind, Entourage ended in like 2007, which is probably before it started.
0: I think it ended in 2007 for most people because most people did not finish it (laughs) through the end. So I think it ended for most uh, people. I did watch that show through the end and I don't regret it, but I I could have found better things to do with my time.
1: Oh, I watched it through the end. And I also saw the Entourage movie in the theater, which I'm not I'm not proud of, but you know, no regrets. Well, as one HBO legacy ended, a new one launched with the cultural phenomenon that is Game of Thrones. You so you want me to like sing? Dan, 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 dan.
0: <laughs> White Walkers. Um I can't believe that premiered. I think, you know, that show was so good for so many years. And then the last season came and just crushed all of us that we just never talk about it. Like it's like everyone just wants to erase it from our memories.
1: I mean, I think we just were like, okay, that's over and we moved on.
0: But we haven't moved on from the office. It's because
1: it's a comedy. I mean, a lot of people haven't moved on from Game of Thrones. My mom asked me almost weekly when George R. R. Martin's gonna finish that next book. So <laughs> if you want to talk about it, soon, she's here for Maggie, you. Soon. Like, he really is pissed at George R. R. Martin. Especially now. I mean, it's a pandemic. Like, like what, what are you are doing, you? man? Like truly what's happening over there. All right. Well, I think we're ready to move on into the main event. Oh, no. You know what? We can't finish, close out this segment without mentioning that Friday by Rebecca Black is also a huge touchstone of 2011.
0: Oh, my God. That song was truly like an infestation in our ears.
1: No, it gave us such iconic lyrics as sitting in the front seat, sitting in the chilling in the back seat. I got to make my mind up. Which seat can I take? I mean... (laughs)
0: Hard decisions, Life hard decisions on a Friday. You gotta get down on Friday. Gotta, have my bowl, gotta, have cereal.
1: So, gotta get my bowl. Gotta get cereal. I mean, those kinds of rhymes, Taylor Swift could never, Drake could never, like they she, wish.
0: I, you know what? She probably made so much money off of that. It's upsetting.
1: I mean, she definitely built. I. You know what's weird? Now I see her showing up on TikTok. And I'm like, how did you get here? What are you still doing here? Didn't you depart from Earth after this happened? But no. She's back. Back in action. She's back. Ready to speak to a whole new generation. Oh, God. So, I mean, I think we agree that she broke out in 2011. Rebecca Black. A huge star. (laughs) Yeah, a huge star. Um, But I think let's take a break. And then when we come back, I think let's talk about some other stars that we predicted to have a meteoric rise and actually did. Let's do it.
0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor.
1: Mm Hmm,
0: what flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. All right, we're back. Um, and I think it's time to dive into these lists we were talking about of breakout stars 10 years ago. It's it's nice to check in every once in a while where where people are, you know? We mentioned Game of Thrones premiered and obviously also launched the careers of a 1,000 people. But did they all
1: last? Well, I think we're in an interesting position now because the show's been off the air for a couple of years, and that's, like, really when... You can see who is going to stand the test of time, who's going to go on to be a big star. Well, it's pretty clear. I think
0: Amelia Clark was a star of Game of Thrones, and she stayed pretty, she stayed pretty relevant throughout the series and beyond. Just ha- being in a ton of stuff, having a ton of roles, and continuing
1: to be in upcoming projects. Yeah, well, and they've already been using her for big franchises. I mean, she was in Solo, a Star Wars story, which was not the s- most successful Star Wars movie, but still a Star Wars. Um she's going <laughs> still to be a Star in War. be in she's going to be in Secret Invasion which is, you know, a upcoming Marvel show. We don't know a lot about it, but anytime you're connected to Marvel, you're doing pretty well for yourself. But I don't think anyone could have predicted when we watched that first season that Sophie Turner would be arguably the most famous one 10 years later for marrying a Jonas brother. Truly. No and- one. Giving birth to the future of the Jonas dynasty. <laughs> I mean, it's going to well, be like the
0: disrespect to Danielle is just. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, the kid, it's all isn't it all girls? There's no Jonas sons, so it's going to be a whole do they new. Did they have a son? I don't even know. No, that's one. what I'm saying. Sophie oh. Turner has Joe Jonas's daughter. Kevin Jonas has two daughters. So I'm just I'm smelling and maybe, a franchise. Maybe, maybe Priyanka will give them a boy. The Jonas cousins. The Jonas cousins. Um, yeah, Kit Kit Harrington. It's he's a tough one to gauge. He's the kind of one, kind of one, the kind of person who I feel like will never be able to leave Jon Snow behind. Like in the same way that John Krasinski will never stop being called Jim Halpert for the rest of his life, and he's figured out a way to become a director and write his own projects and do things, but. I don't see yeah, it, kind of it, it. Harrington ever um, disassociating from Jon Snow. You know nothing, Jon Snow. But I look forward to seeing him try. He's going to be in The Eternals, the new Marvel movie. So that'll be an interesting. With his brother, Richard right. Madden. <laughs> With his half brother, Rob <laughs> Stark, aka Richard Madden, has also had a lot of leading roles. He was the prince in Cinderella. He was in I um was the prince. I forgot about that. He was in that Elton John movie. Right. He was uh, also in a
0: Netflix movie that I really liked.
1: we are you talking about that DJ. BBC show Bodyguard?
0: No, but that was a great show.
1: Um, oh, you're talking about ibiza
0: Yeah. <laughs> he plays a DJ in ibiza and I was here for it. I thought it was cute.
1: But I mean I think it's clear to all of us that the one who's really gonna grow into superstardom is Isaac Hempstead Wright, who played Bran. <laughs> Brandon if you had herded...
0: not said Bran inherited. I would have not even known what know. we talking.
1: But you know, Bran inherited the throne. The world is his. But yeah, I mean, I think I kind of expected Nikolai Costa Waldo and Lena Headey, who play um the Wonder Twins of Jamie and Cersei, to be making bigger moves in terms of roles, but I feel like that hasn't really happened yet. Okay, let's move on. I feel like this year of 2011 was a really big one for various franchises this was the year that they announced that jennifer lawrence was going to be taking over the hunger games and that was a big announcement and i feel like that put her on a lot of these rising star lists and it really has only kept going for her since then
0: it's a little bit unfair because josh Hutcherson did not get the same love and he was co-starring pita where's pita oh it was like a big deal for both of them to be cast. Also, Liam's Hems- Liam Hemsworth. I can't say anyone's name today. Um, although he was just kind of... People are just excited that he's hot.
1: Yeah, well, know. to be fair, Jennifer Lawrence had already gotten an Oscar nomination before this, so I feel like that set her on a better path as a more serious actor than the other two. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. Um, other franchises were the Amazing Spider-Man franchise, if you can even call it that. Do you remember that movie? Those two movies with Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone.
0: I love those movies. I thought he was such a good Spider-Man.
1: I do think Tom
0: Holland is the best Spider-Man we've ever had. Um, And I will not stand back on that opinion ever. But I think Andrew Garfield was a great Spider-Man, but he was also just like a little too hot. like. It was, it was like he's nerdy and, you know, spider Man's supposed to be nerdy and gets picked on and shit. And Andrew Garfield's like British and hot and that's not happening to him.
1: I know, but I don't think everyone thinks he's as hot as we think he is.
0: What? Who are these people? What are you talking about? Like many, many people.
1: You Just don't like think this... Andrew
0: Garfield is like universally loved by women? No,
1: I absolutely women. don't. But I do think he continued to get famous after this. And so did she, even though these movies, this didn't turn out to be like the greatest franchise of our time.
0: Well, this was like also the year that like Emma Stone just I feel like broke out in terms of it set her up for like the next couple of years of constantly making.
1: Well this was also well yes and I think a big part of that was also that this was the year that the help came out. And even though yes people look back on that movie and are kind of like, whoa yikes so It launched the careers of so many people who before this had been really flying under the radar, particularly Octavia Spencer and Jessica Chastain, who have continued to be like mainstays of everywhere you look and also award season after award season. I think this was really the big breakout roles for them. Also, Viola Davis had been around doing great things forever, but I also feel like this, this started yeah. her career for sure. Marvel was also in full force at this time, particularly Thor, which came out in 2011. and everyone wasn't really sure what this movie was going to be like, sort of skeptical. Everyone was sort of side eyeing it. And after it premiered, that really put Chris Hemsworth on the map, who was literally no one before this.
0: Yeah, he didn't he do was... anything before this huh? besides Dancing with the Stars Australia,
1: Oh my god, I can't believe you knew that. That's what I was going to say. But also like that Australian show, The Neighbors, which is where all Australian actors get their start.
0: No, oh, I don't know anything about it, but I will watch it. Good looking people in Australia.
1: Yeah. in other corners of the world. Ryan Gosling made three movies in 2011, which is why it was one of the best years of my life. I
0: can't believe Crazy Stupid Love came out in 2011. That movie that was just, also like,
1: starring Emma Stone.
0: Yes. Well, that, I feel like that movie is sort of what kickstarted their like on screen. It's like they were the new age Leonardo and Kate Winslet.
1: Like I feel like they just always fit well together on screen. Yes, or like the Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, he was in that movie. He was in The Eyes of March which is not probably the most high pro- profile of the three. And he was in Drive, which Such a good movie. was my favorite movie of the, that year. I never don't think I can watch that movie again, but uh, there's too much like hammering people's skulls, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's, it's hard. But that soundtrack was so good to that movie
1: too. It was just so good. It was a great soundtrack. I revisited that soundtrack recently. It's, it holds up. Okay, I think it's time for us to address the elephant in the room. Yes. Your favorite star in the whole entire world according to certain lists broke out in 2011 and i'm gonna need your expert opinion on it
0: okay so classes in session we're gonna do a deep dive on aubrey (laughs) grant just kidding (laughs) but drake did have a pretty big year in 2011 it was sort of like it wasn't really the start because he released it an ep the year before in 2010 called Think me later but 2011 he released take care which was an iconic album um he had a duet with rihanna that i'm sure you're aware of and it was a really big deal and basically he just started releasing albums after that
1: like every year are you talking about the square root of 69 is eight something yes the square root of 69 is eight something right
0: <laughs> so good um <clears throat> Yes, so Drake basically started releasing back-to-back albums starting in 2011, and he's really helped, um, you know, release a lot of songs that you hear at every bar you've ever been to and um, coined phrases like YOLO, which is awful, but so good. You know, that's why we love Drake. He just ruins our life in the best way. Um, and that's really the only way to describe him.
1: Serena, have you considered reaching out to see if you could do PR for Drake? I think they would be lucky to have him.
0: I think about it, but then I'm also like, I, I also clown on him. Like, I don't want him anywhere near like my sports teams because he's such a jinx.
1: 2011 was also Nicki Minaj's real rise to stardom. And I feel like she's also, you know, there's been some highs and lows over the year, but she clearly has stayed with us.
0: Yeah. She's good at doing the features. Like, I feel like even if she doesn't release, release her own music, she always just like kills it on whatever song she's featured on. It's like the ludicrous effect.
1: Oh, yeah, I could see that. She just does a good job of staying relevant, I think. Yeah.
0: It's ludicrous. He's
1: been with us forever. Luda. Luda. <gasps> Whoa, loud. I'm just gonna <laughs> All right. Is there anyone else we feel like hit really hit it in twenty eleven and are still here to stay? Adele. Oh yeah, definitely Adele. Adele
0: rolling alexa play
1: the rolling in the deep Um, 21 came out in 2011 and even though much like drake it wasn't her first album but it was the one that put her on the map
0: oh okay yes 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 you're right you're right you're right
1: it was rolling in the deep and someone like you and rumor has it remember rumor has it so many songs that they butchered on glee i mean i know we talked about this last week but clearly the only thing i'm
0: not over from glee is the safety dance
1: well that's because you've never seen glee
0: right so it's my only like reference point
1: okay we're not we can't talk about the safety dance anymore
0: fine it's a great song it's fine
1: let's take a break and then when we come back i think it's time to talk about people who were famous at a time in our lives but maybe didn't quite see the same success Okay, Z, for this part of the podcast, instead of just listing the people who were famous for a time and have slowly faded into the background, I thought it would be fun to instead put this in a quiz format where you and I will take turns naming people who were on some of these lists in 2011, but mm, didn't quite go on to the superstardom of some of the other people we've talked about. And you will try to guess, A. Oh, no what they were known for at the time and B, what they're doing now. Oh my
0: God. Okay. This you're is ready? a horrible game for me. I don't even know what people I, I do watch on shows are doing
1: now. Okay. Well, we're just going to see what happens. Your but... first celebrity okay. is we're just going to start. I'm going to start you off with a lob Brooklyn Decker. Oh, um, she
0: is a supermodel. I don't know. Right. She's
1: super.
0: Well, she's a model. Okay. She's now a former model. Okay. Former model. That's what she's famous for—just being a model. I think, like being beautiful. And then is she married to Andy Roddick. She's right, yep, the tennis star. Yep. Um, and she is—I don't know—a stay-at-home mom now. Did they have kids? I... <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that was pretty. That was pretty good. So she was starting to get more um fame around this time not just for her relationship but also because she was starting to break into acting specifically with the movie Just Go With It with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. And well I feel like I've seen less of her she actually has cont- worked continuously since then and is currently on Grace and Frankie on Netflix.
0: Ooh, wait I watched that
1: show. <laughs> okay well then uh, that's <laughs> sad for her and for you. I don't watch that show. She plays someone named Mallory Hanson.
0: Wow. I did not realize that was her. She looked different. Good for her. She's funny. I like her in that show. All right. Well, I didn't do too bad, except for the fact that I watch a show
1: where... You know exactly where she is now.
0: Well, to be fair, on the show, she's a stay-at-home mom. So.
1: Oh, there you go. So, so You're just having trouble discerning between reality <laughs> yeah. and... It's television
0: okay yes okay are you ready My uh-huh. do you know wait hold on how did you ask again you just said their name i don't have to ask anything else right <laughs> <laughs> Why don't i don't give anything away? Do you okay. know
1: the muffin man god <laughs> the muffin
0: man, the man. <laughs> don't make me laugh i okay do you know where alex Pettifer is.
1: Oh my God, I saw Alex Pettifer on all these lists and almost chose him. Okay. I didn't know a lot about where Alex Pettifer's been. I don't necessarily know where he is right now. I know he was famous around this time because he was, I don't know exactly the timeline of when these movies came out, but first he was in that movie Beastly with Vanessa Hudgens, <laughs> yeah. which was a reimagining of Beauty of the Beast.
0: It was so terrifying. And he played the Beast, of course.
1: Um, So then he was in I am number four, which was a movie where he played. I think they all played aliens, but I actually never saw the movie. But I know he met Diana Agron from Glee on the set of that movie. Then they dated, then they had a pretty bad, messy breakup. And it seemed like he was perhaps abusive to her. There's a lot of bad rumors about him because he also was in Magic Mike. He had a prime role in Magic Mike, but was not asked to be in the sequel of Magic Mike. And I think it's because he was
0: Wow, I just noticed douche. that she wasn't even in the sequel.
1: <laughs> no, and it was like, Channing Tatum, I think, was pretty frank about them not getting along, and that's why he wasn't in the sequel. And, I didn't
0: even realize he wasn't in the second Right, episode. you clearly
1: missed him. Um, <laughs> since then, I have no idea what he's been doing, but it seemed like Hollywood was not really responding well to him. But I also know that he has a tattoo... Near his nether region, that either says thank you or you're welcome. Because I remember when I found out about this, I was very disturbed by it.
0: What? Even I didn't know this.
1: That's yeah.
0: not like a great. Well, <clears throat> he's been up to stuff, but I feel like he's sort of in the background now. Like he's been in a few movies over the years where I think he's just played like supporting roles. um And it, now it sounds like he's working on other projects and dating a woman whose bio says that she's helping kids in africa uh that's the extent so i don't think he's up to much but he's up to stuff you know
1: no but not not stardom stuff it sounds like brooklyn decker is actually still around. No, yeah
0: yeah she's i mean yeah grace and frankie is an amazing show if you guys don't watch that you should it's hilarious
1: okay is there going ready for your next one okay this one's also i think pretty easy talk to me about taylor lautner okay <laughs>
0: Wait, hold on. I just need a minute because I Don't know Google that. It.
1: Don't no, Google I'm it. I'm just like,
0: just give me a second. He is someone that Taylor Swift dated. Yes. Wow. He he's in a franchise of some kind. Divergent? No. No. Nope. He was in Wait, you Really not? No. I Shut know up. the name. I just feel like I can't remember the face right now. But he was in a franchise. He oh oh my god! He was in a uh the vampire. Oh my god! We Twilight. He was in Twilight. You got it. Wow, That was a journey. Sorry, you had to go on that journey with me.
1: I wasn't expecting it to be so hard. That's
0: yeah, he he's always sorry. <laughs> he. I feel like he was pretty young, in this right like a
1: actual teenager. Uh, maybe.
0: I just remember him.
1: He was born in 1992. OK, so so yes, he was 19. So technically still in the realm of teen. Yeah, I
0: don't know anything about him. I have not seen a single Twilight movie and um, wait, what? Yeah, I just
1: don't. I'm good. No Glee like, and no Twilight. What were you doing in tw- 2011?
0: Literally anything else. Truly anything else. Neither of those things interested me i also just didn't understand the obsession with like kristen stewart's like awkward i don't know what was happening but i was like this movie seems like i'm just gonna hate it so i stayed away from it um and then everyone confirms it's like awful but they still watch it which is fine so i never got into like the taylor Lautner thing i just remember he was in some movie with taylor swift
1: valentine's day
0: And they dated. That's like the only reason I have any kind of like idea of who he is. But damn, he like really disappeared. Where do you go? Well,
1: I feel like most recently he was in Scream Queens, but that was four years ago. And I remember him being on that. But since then, he was on a TV series called Cuckoo that I have not heard of. And that ended in 2018. And truly, he has been missing in action since then. This era was, you know, as Twilight was going into its final push because breaking dawn part one happened in 2011 so i feel like he was at top of mind and everyone was like what's he gonna do next and not much the answer was not much
0: mm. that happens sometimes you know
1: it does sometimes it can't, can't-, can't all be robert Pattinson? i mean this isn't even i mean it's like how much time do you have to get into like the real like quote-unquote stars of twilight that we're never seen or heard from again I was gonna put Ashley Greene in here, but I knew there was gonna be no way you would know who that is. I I have no idea. Ellen Lutz. Uh,
0: he was in some weird movie with Mandy Moore that my mom made me watch. Because I said so. I don't know what it was called, but they were married, and it was so bad. And I she was like, "This movie's not that great." And I was like, "Oh really?" I said it wasn't gonna be that great when you kept suggesting we pick it. So. Okay. Uh, well, let's do the next one. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. You're d- you're definitely not going to know this one. And I feel very excited about it.
1: <laughs> well, wait till you get to my third one.
0: Scotty McCreary.
1: Oh, uh, Scotty McCreary. I, first of all, I'm not going to do my Scotty McCreary impression for you, but I did no, watch. No, do it,
0: do it. Why? You don't love me?
1: I'm not doing it. It's horrible. He has this deep, deep country voice. <laughs> deep, and, deep Yes. Country. He looked like a newborn baby, but he had this deep, deep voice. And that was his whole thing on American Idol.
0: Maybe lock them doors and turn the lights down low. Put some music on it soft and slow. I think, I think he's found like his own small niche fan base. He's been releasing music for the past like 10 years. And I feel like he's doing pretty well for himself. But my favorite thing about this is that there was a, a publisher that I will not name that had an article about how he was going to be the rising star. And I just want to read this because it's the best. Do it. It says, move over, Justin Bieber. Oh, no. <laughs> 18-year-old Scotty McCreary's music's new breakout team, which I just thought was amazing because it also reminded me of a headline from the New York Times that was in 2003. <laughs> the headline said, music, the solo Beyonce. She's no Ashanti.
1: Wow. I mean, first of all, let the record show that Justin Bieber did not, in fact, have to move over to make room for Scottie McCreary.
0: No. And. Beyonce, I think, fared much better than Ashanti.
1: (laughs) Maybe. That's debatable. (laughs) I mean, but we could literally do an entire podcast episode about all the people who are on American Idol, like so many. Where have they come from? Where have they gone? Where have they come from? Okay. Are you ready? I'm breaking out my big gun, but considering you didn't know who Taylor Lautner was, I don't even know if I should bother okay. giving it to you. I
0: did know. I did know. I just forgot for a second.
1: Okay. Are you ready? Okay. For the number one person. This one, there's literally no way you would be able to tell me what happened to this person or that anyone could. But if you can even identify who this person was in 2011 I will be impressed with you okay ready okay who is Jean Dujardin
0: I uh, that is a beautiful name it reminds me of a dessert <laughs> I just <laughs> I if you had held a gun at, at my hand and feel like we're for one million dollars right, I'll, you get,
1: I'll like... give you a hint he won an oscar And the movie he won the Oscar for won Best Picture at the Oscars in 2011. And also, I think the entire cast of this movie was never seen or heard from again. Uh, In America.
0: uh, I don't know. I can't. I have no idea. I don't know who this person is at all.
1: Do you remember the silent black and white film The Artist? no okay well that's where he's from
0: did this happen am i like now i have to like look oh wow i forgot this person existed
1: okay wait i should specify he won the oscar in 2012 but the movie came out in 2011
0: yeah i have i for sure don't know who this person is at all but good for him
1: but yeah he beat such actors you may have heard of as brad pitt gary oldman and george clooney for the oscar that year
0: oh my god Mm-hmm. it's so sad when that happens
1: but it was so interesting because i feel like i heard his name so frequently then um because he was winning all these awards he definitely swept the whole award season and then he just like went back to making international films and not so much in america
0: mm. well sometimes you just like figure out where your stride's gonna hit and it's not always where you want it to,
1: you know? But I'm sure he's still a great actor. Can't confirm or deny. He's still working. Based Good. on his IMDb. Good for him.
0: OK, are you ready for my last? Mm-hmm. OK. Do you know Gemma
1: Arteron? Arterton? Oh, is that how you say your name? <laughs> well, clearly, you're well acquainted with her. Um, Gemma Arterton. Gemma and I first met, I believe, when she was in. And when I say met, I mean I viewed her in *Prince of Persia: The Sands yes. of Time*, starring Jake yes. Gyllenhaal. Yes. Which I saw in the theater. Same. And you know what? I enjoyed that movie. And people can say what they want. I, I did I too.
0: But also, I feel like we sort of have blinders on when it comes to Jake Gyllenhaal. But go on.
1: We sure do. But still, I enjoyed watching that movie. So I remember her being in that. And I think I liked her in that. I feel like I've checked in on her since then to be like, whatever happened to Jem Arterton? And I don't know the answer. But I think I may have seen her in other things. I feel like she's been doing stuff, but has not been a star of many things.
0: Yeah, you're right. She's been in the background for a lot, similar to Alex Pettifer. But now I think she's fully moved on to just like production work which I think is per- faring better for her.
1: What do you mean, product? like she's a like a producer?
0: She um, founded her own like production company.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she had a moment where it seemed like things were happening for her, which is probably around the time that they called her a rising star. Hansel and Gretel witch hunters. <laughs> oh, you know what other movie I saw her in? Runner Runner. The classic movie starring Justin Timberlake and Ben Affleck. Oh
0: my god that movie was gambling?
1: so awful so awful it's not a great movie but that's definitely the other thing i saw her in because i knew there was something else I wow really... so interesting i feel like i learned a lot that felt very cathartic
0: it was nice to like learn where these people are
1: i think we're ready to close it out what do you think
0: yeah i feel like i have no further comments
1: okay are you ready for my burning question okay I had to change it because I learned a lot about you throughout this podcast. So, don't oh, no. Get ready. If you had to spend the next few weeks watching all of the Twilight movies or the first two seasons of Glee, what would you choose? I would give you all the seasons of Glee, but then it's clearly, I mean, Twilight's a lower lift, so.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay, wait, wait, it, wait, wait,
1: okay. You also have to read all the Twilight books, including... Midnight Sun. No, I choose Glee. Okay, but then, but now in this world, you have to watch all the seasons of Glee, including when they go what, to New You York. can't just
0: change it mid March. I still choose Glee. Because at least there's like music and it seems more fun.
1: Well, then you can finally get to watch the safety dance within the context of the episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: I, enjoyed, come
0: I enjoyed the safety dance even without the context, but you know, it's fine.
1: Okay, I think you should do that and then report back to me.
0: Alright, I can do season one of Glee. I don't think that'll kill me.
1: Okay, let me know what you think of Matthew Morrison's irresistible moves. Ugh. <laughs> DJ, play the motto by Drake. anybody say.
0: Can't see cause the money way. Real. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Have something to share? Email us at
1: notoverit@popSugar.com. at Not Over It is a podcast from PopSugar and iHeartRadio. It is hosted by me, Becky Kirsch, and Zareen Siddiqui. Our producer is Emily Feld. Our editor is John Ross. Our executive producers are Lisa Sugar and Brett Kushner. Thanks for listening.